0: And welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, November sixteenth, twenty twenty-one. So glad you are on. And hey, guess what, guys? This is exciting. It's exciting stuff. Uh, After yesterday's episode, we have now passed the ten. Thousand downloads of the podcast. Wow! Come on, applause! Yay! That's usually when I you press one of those canned applause things, but I I don't I'm not that fancy, so I don't have that. But ten thousand downloads now on the podcast. Um, so over a hundred episodes, over ten thousand downloads of the podcast or listens. So man, what a blessing! Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for uh, thank you for doing your part <laughs> to help us reach that goal. Wow, on to 100,000, right? I mean, 10,000 down or on to 100,000. Man, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's uh, so awesome. Thank you for being a part of it. So, because uh, you know what we do? We just keep it real. We just read the Bible, um, you know, encourage being encouraged by the word of God. I mean, that's why I do it, right? That's why That's why we're a part of this is to just learn from God's word, just because uh, we believe in the power of the word of God. And uh, just giving the Word of God an honest, fair hearing. And um, it has life. It changes us. That's why we read, we pray, we change the world, right? Because it changes us. It helps us to see what's real, what's true. Um, And so thank you for being part of it. So 10,000 times folks have enjoyed being a part of this. I don't know if they've enjoyed it, but they were part of it. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's presumptuous that they enjoyed it. But anyway uh, 10,000, you know, times. So, yeah, that's awesome. It's just celebrating those little milestones with you because you know, we're, we're, we're a family, we're a community. Thank you for sharing this and inviting other people into this learning community each morning. Um, you know, that's how people find out about it. Um, by you sharing it, by you letting people know, by you liking it and subscribing to it and giving comments. That's how, um, it's not really from, uh, me as much as it is really from this community, um, letting people know about it and uh, seeing the, the, the way God changes their lives through His Word. And we laugh a little bit along the way 10,000 that's a lot of laughs, 10,000 downloads that's a lot of laughs in there, man. <laughs> way, more, way more than 10,000. So uh, all right you guys let's uh but now to the matter at hand today which is to finish up john uh the gospel of John chapter 21 we've been spending a uh, better part of the last month in uh the gospel of John uh, tomorrow we'll move over to first thessalonians uh, so hope you are part of that as we start a brand new book uh, and then um yeah then in uh Christmas you know what we're gonna do you know what i'm decided to do um I'm gonna start a uh, we're going to start a, a readings through the christian calendar okay so the so the beginning of the christian calendar is advent you know our our regular calendar is january 1st but the christian calendar actually begins the, the new year of the christian calendar actually begins with the first sunday of advent so that's what we're going to do we're going to read through uh the readings um I read a, 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 i'll get you the name of the the um the re- the lectionary readings that uh so if you want to get a copy of it you can so it's a it's one i've used for many many years uh and so um we'll start that the first week of advent which is the sunday after thanksgiving so that next monday we'll uh we'll, we'll start reading through those readings and we'll read through the through the bible in a year again just in a little different way so, uh, yeah, I'll do some promotion about that and get some things out on Facebook and social media so people know what's coming up and if they want to jump in. Uh, but if you have friends or you want to spread the word uh, and they're looking for a good hopping on point, uh, the first Sunday of or the right after Advent would be a great time to jump in so that uh, what is it the Monday right after Thanksgiving. So, all right, you guys, uh, let's do it. But in the but today, let's wrap up John chapter 21. This is an awesome passage awesome passage and I am listening to a little country Christmas music here I don't know if you can hear in the background it's a little country Christmas little country Christmas a minute ago Randy Travis was bellering out something now we got Chris young I mean just you know I like me some I like me some country Christmas um all right let's do this John chapter 21. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, James and John, and two other disciples were to- were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out into the- went out and got into the boat, but they caught nothing. Remember, Peter is pretty low at this point. He denied Jesus three times. He feels like a failure. He let him down. Um, and, um, you know, there's been no conversation, no closure for Peter. He still feels uh, guilt-ridden. And, hey, today's reading is a great message if you feel like you've, you've messed up. Maybe some of you today, maybe some, you know, maybe it's just one person out there. You feel like you've messed up. Maybe it was something you, maybe this morning, you know, you blew up at the kids or, you said something, or you did something, or you you regret. Maybe last night you said something, or I just made a decision that wasn't good, um, or, or over the last few weeks, just some things like, man, what, what's what's going on? I just feel feel like I let God down. I feel like I let myself down. I feel like I let others down. Um, this is a great this is a great story for you if uh, if that's you. And we've all been there. Um, if you that is you, don't feel like you've, you're you're alone, man. We've all been there. And um that's where Peter was. So what so what do we do? What does Peter do? He goes back to what he knows. He's in a uh, feeling saddened, even perhaps even depressed, discouraged. He goes back to what he knows. What does he know? Fishing. So you think about all this this, you know, three years of following Jesus now have come to a conclusion, an end. And uh, he figures, well, since I failed Jesus, I'm I'm done with. Since I denied him three times, since I I uh, I bailed I bailed on him when he needed me most. I'm 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 damaged goods. You ever feel like damaged goods, man? Maybe through broken relationships or um, maybe failed business ventures. Um, you feel like, man, I'm just damaged goods. Man, listen up, listen up. That's what Peter was feeling, so he went back to what he knew, fishing. At least that's a fairly, a fairly healthy. Uh, place to go some people go back to addictions right they go back to addiction addictions they go back to uh, unhealthy patterns when they get when they get let down they go back to you know all kind of unhealthy things at least Peter went back to you know fishing so they went out and verse four early in the morning jesus stood on the shore but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus he called out to them friends haven't you any fish? I always laugh at that because it's like, man, here we got to rub it in. <laughs> you know, you're out there, you're struggling. I mean, Peter's life is just getting worse at this point. <laughs> I mean, he's been a bad day and he goes fishing and the fishing stinks too. He can't, I mean, it's like, can I get a break here? At least could the if fishing at least be good? And then you got this wise guy on the shore asking me how I'm doing. How the, how's the fishing or six? He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. And they're like, okay, great. Now we got to know it all. Do you really think the side of the boat is going to matter? Yeah, actually it does. (laughs) Actually it will, especially when Jesus is involved. So when they did, they did what he said. They were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Wow. I mean, you know, a new day is dawned. Mm, mm, mm. you know what this says right here? A new day has dawned. You know yeah maybe good news for you today. A new day has dawned. You're not the same person you used to be. Maybe you feel like you can never win. Maybe you feel like you know I'm never good enough or maybe you feel like defeated or maybe you feel like I'm a failure. maybe you feel like I always get close to the top of the mountain then I slide back down. Let me tell you something. with, with Jesus, a new day has dawned. Whoa, yes. That's what he's telling. When, they, when he goes to the other side of the net, they they, they fill they draw in a, a, a net load of fish that they can't even carry in. You know what it is? This is a resurrection. You're on the other side of the resurrection now, people. Yes, all things are possible for him who believes. Because of Jesus, because Jesus has conquered the death and the grave, all things are possible. A new day has dawned. Verse seven, then the disciples, disciple here John is again, just can't let it go. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved, uh, John's self-designation for himself—that's that's redundant. Self-designation for himself—that's that's redundant, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not an expert at this. I'm just. I'm just. I, I just. I just practice with the English language. <laughs> I'm a novice with the English language. I'm no expert. He. Uh, this is his self-designation. That's all I have to say. John's self-designation is the disciple whom Jesus loved. So John said to Peter, "It is the Lord." And as soon as Simon Peter heard him say, "It is the Lord," he wrapped his outer garment. I'm glad, put it, glad he put his clothes on. He wrapped, he wrapped his, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off. Peter, please, Peter, please put your clothes on. So he, taken it off, he it out, put it back on, and he jumped into the water. And the other disciples followed in the boat. They're like, "We're not jumping in, but we'll paddle your way." <laughs> Peter jumps in the water. Like, we're not, but j- we'll, 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 we'll paddle. I can just see them all that like, trying to paddle real fast. Peter jumping in water. That's Peter, man. He's like, I'm. I'm not even gonna try to or uh, row to him. I'm just jumping in water. <laughs> Verse eight. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish. They had all them fish now, so it's not easy. This wasn't easy rowing, man. For they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there, with fish on it and some bread. Wow. Jesus said to them, "Bring some of the fish you've caught." Wow! So you got—I mean—they show up on the shore and they got Jesus's bed and breakfast right here. Jesus has pre- prepared a meal. You got a fire going, and you know what he asked him? Look, let's let's cook some of your fish. You, you caught all this? You caught this fish? Let's cook some. Of your, get good fish. That fresh, that fresh fish you just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish. One hundred and fifty-three. How do how do you even know there was one hundred fifty? How did they do they know How did they know there was one hundred fifty-three fish in there? Because they counted. I don't know. That's all I can tell you. They counted. That's a weird number. One fifty-three, not one fifty, not hundred, not a two hundred. One fifty-three. That's what they had. How did they know? Because they counted. But even with so many, the net was worn out. Wow, that many fish in there. Net was worn out. Verse 12, Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Wow. So he's appeared now three times to the disciples, different occasions. And now get this, because Jesus has appeared to the disciples before. He's, He's yet to address Peter's failure. So Peter, you know, sometimes, when, you know, some, sometimes when people don't say anything, we assume the worst. <laughs> and, you know, silence is, you know, the silence is deafening. You know, the silence is like, uh, is just, is a slices. It's like, please say something. Um, there's a, there's a story in the Old Testament with David and his sons. Uh, I can't remember, the, I can't remember exactly the, all the characters, but it was Absalom and um two of David's sons and you know they have this grievance among them and David never addresses the grievance he just lets it slide and um you know Absalom goes crazy because of the silence you wonder how different it may have been if there had just been a conversation you know when people don't hear when they don't get closure when they don't get affirmation when they don't get love when they don't get uh some feedback, It it builds and it can create really unhealthy dynamics because it's a cry for attention. Please speak to me. Please say something to me. Please address the elephant in the living room. You know, maybe that's the word for somebody today. Maybe there's an elephant in the living room with a relationship and you think you're helping by not saying anything about it. It's not helping. It's not helping. Maybe it's a, a behavior with a child. Maybe it's a behavior or an issue with a spouse, maybe it's an issue with a co-worker, or a boss, or uh, an employee. you like, it's better just, you know what, this the elephant in the living room, Everybody but, no, but nobody says anything, and you think, I'm just helping by not saying, sometimes you're not helping by not saying anything. So Peter's feeling all of that. He doesn't know that Jesus has a big plan. He has a big plan to talk about. Jesus is going to bring closure. Uh, but up to this point, Peter, Jesus hasn't said anything. So Peter just, you know, is kind of sunken in even more. Jesus said to him, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples there to ask him. Okay, where are we? There was now, this is now the third time. Verse uh, 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Uh uh-oh, here it comes. Simon, son of John, do you, agape is the word. Do you love me more than these? Agape, that self-giving, selfless love. Um, Do you agape me more than these? Which is the highest level of love, remember? Um, There's a... Eros love, there's philea love, which is brotherly love. Eros is like sexual love, uh, romantic love. Philea is uh, brotherly love. And then agape is this sort of uh, total self sacrificing, um, godly kind of love. And so Jesus asks him the highest level. John or Peter, do you do you agape me? Yes, Lord. He said, "You know that I." And it's interesting because in the translation, uh, Peter says, "You know that I fillet you." I not not, not fillet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, is like, wait, what did you say? You're going to fillet me? No, brother. <laughs> uh, I, I will fillet you. Do you love me? I will fillet you. I will fillet you right here. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, filia, like Philadelphia, fillet-a. Um, So Peter can't bring himself to say I agape you. You know I do because that's too high. He's failed. He, he doesn't feel right saying that, so he says I, I love you like a brother, brotherly love with brotherly affection, and that's a deep. That's a deep love. He answered. Um, so then again, Jesus said, Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you agape me? Yes, Lord, you know that I philea you. I'll fillet you. <laughs> again, a brotherly love. So Jesus goes agape. Peter goes philea. Jesus says agape. He says philea. And then the third time, well, he says, uh, Jesus says, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me and now Jesus in the third one, in the translation, Jesus drops it down to his level. Do you with me? Do you, believe, do you love me like a brother? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Wow. This is powerful, man, because Jesus is going back three times that Peter denied him. Three times Jesus says, do you love me? And three times he says, feed my sheep. Feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my people. You're not done. I have a purpose for you. I'm going to use you. You thought you were washed up. You thought it was over. You thought you had blown it. You thought you were no longer going to be uh, my ambassador. You weren't. You never thought, you didn't think you were going to be a disciple of mine who was going to go out and spread this gospel. But no, I'm not done with you. Go and feed my lambs. Friends, you may be going through something and you thought you were washed up. You're not washed up. This is a new day. Because of the resurrection, all things can be made new. His mercies are new every morning. So Jesus says, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were young, you you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Um... That he would be, you know, he would be, he would be punished. He would pay the ultimate price for his allegiance to Jesus. So Peter's gonna make it right. He he denied him at the cross, but you know what? He's gonna live his life proclaiming the good news of Jesus. And at the very end of Peter's life, he's actually gonna give his very life for the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's all. Awesome. Yeah, Peter actually was in. in this tradition says that Peter. Um, They were going to crucify him, but out of honor for his master, he would not be crucified upright, but asked instead to be crucified upside down because he was not worthy to sacrifice like the Lord did in a manner similar to the Lord. Wow. How about how about how about um, redemption, guys? (laughs) That's redemption. I mean, how far Peter had come. Man, you know, your, your your failure does not have to define your life. Yeah, your best day and worst day does not have to define your life. Aren't you glad about that? Your life doesn't have to be defined by your best day, and it doesn't have to be defined by your worst day. Mm, mm, mm. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus, well, let's see, where are we? Jesus says in kind of uh death he would die. Then he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is it who's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? (laughs) What about that jerk? (laughs) What about the disciple who's always on about how much you love him? How about him? How about the one who's, yeah, he's a little quicker than me, but I'm going to tell you right now, if I catch him, I could take him. (laughs) What about him? What about John? So Peter uh, Peter asked about him and the Lord answered if I want him to remain alive until I return what is that to you you must follow me like don't worry about him and John would suffer too he would die down the, the isle of patmos right Wr- wrote the book of revelation he would be uh he would be resigned to uh arrest uh, house arrest as well in prison 23 because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that the disciples would not die. But Jesus did not say that they would not die. He only said, if I want to remain alive until I return, what is it to you? He said, I could. Doesn't mean that's going to happen. I could. This is a disciple who testifies to these things and wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. I love this last verse, the summary of an entire book of John. Just to let you know, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have a room, would not have room for the books that would be written. Wow. When you think about all the books that have been written about Jesus, it literally could fill up the whole world practically. But he here John is talking about just all the amazing things Jesus did in his life. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. Wow, our God is good, man. That is awesome. Well, thank you guys for being on today. Hey, we wrapped up the book of John. Tomorrow we jump over to 1 Thessalonians, but right now we're gonna P-R-A-W, we're gonna pray. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this journey through the gospel of John. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to read this together and learn and grow. We've learned so many things. You've challenged us. You've inspired us through this gospel. God, thank you for what we've learned today and the the promise and the truth that because of the resurrection, all things are new. A new day has dawned. Lord, I pray for my friends today. Maybe some are feeling down in the dumps. Maybe they felt feeling low and discouraged. God, may the resurrection hope just fill their hearts with joy today. Lord, thank you that you come to us and you restore us and you redeem us. You give us purpose because you love us. Lord, I pray for each and every person today, whatever they're going through, whatever they're facing, whatever they need from you, Lord, I pray that you would bless them real good. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for the amazing things that you have done and the amazing things you still do in the world. And thank you for those that are recorded in your holy word. God, I pray that today we might go out and be ambassadors of this good news, of this great hope that you make all things new. Lord, today let us be your hands and your feet. Let us uh, bring a light to dark places with the hope of the resurrection. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for being a part of this 10,000 something whatever it is now on the other side of 10,000 downloads for the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for reaching out uh, via the email for the podcast, Bible Study. If you have anything you want to tell me about the podcast, feedback, comments, suggestions, testimonies, whatever it is, I love to hear from you. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com, Bible study podcast, 2020 at gmail.com. Again, as always, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for liking it and sharing it. All those things help grow this uh, learning community. So I appreciate it. And uh, I believe it's bringing God glory. So you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. First Thessalonians chapter one, we're going to dive into something new. God bless. Have a great day.